it's Odyssey Sports and the Bet Las Vegas as we gear up for another weekend of some Raiders football. And for the first time, I finally made the call. I've been waiting to push the button. I think this week was a great week to do it, and I'm glad we are joined right now by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Baldy's in the building. Of course, he is the host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, the best football show, uh, the best breakdowns covering all the storylines across the league. And speaking of which, um, let's get straight into it. And before we get into the Raiders, I do have to ask you if you could entertain me. When it comes to the Browns' defense, has been one of the pleasant surprises in the league so far. And there was a lot of conversation of some of the schedule and some of the teams that they faced before they played San Francisco last Sunday. And, of course, we all know the performance they put on beating the 49ers. Um, this Browns' defense, is it the best in the NFL? Well, I think there's on any given weekend, I think there's a couple teams that could be like the Kansas City Chiefs look awfully good to me. 49ers look awfully good to me. Um, you know, so I think there's some teams in that conversation, but the way they shut down the number one offense in football, you have to hand it to, to Cleveland right now because they have everything. They have tight, sticky covered, they have a great defensive front, they attack the line of scrimmage, and they've got a proven defensive coordinator. And they're not themselves. They're not breaking down. Um, they're very, very coordinated. Very coordinated very well. And that was a fine performance on Sunday. And you brought up the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, Raiders still haven't played them yet. They're, they're saving them for the end of the season. And, of course, you know, to me, it's business as usual. They're 5-1. and one. They're sitting pretty. Patrick's getting accustomed to some of the pieces that he has and the transition. There is some small murmurs, though, that uh, this team isn't the same but I still have them up there with Buffalo um, and Miami, another team when you look at the AFC. Like, Kansas City's just gearing up. This ain't their first rodeo, correct? They're still elite. No, they're elite. I mean, they got a prudent coach and quarterback. and um, You know, they got a lot of young receivers, Rishi Rice, Sky Moore, and, you know, Cordarius Tony. I mean, they're all kind of learning their roles and what they can do to kind of fit in. Um, but, you know, they have – they have decent. I mean, they've got to prove it off the line. They've got to play a little bit better. They've got, you know, corners that just love to lock you up, and they got Chris Jones and Steve Spagnuolo. I mean, they've got a lot of things going for it. I don't think they're a finished product. Every year is a little bit different. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes has always adjusted to what he has. He'll continue to adjust. No, absolutely. And it also seems like everyone in this league is sitting at three and three, and everyone's just in the middle um, including our Raiders, which seems like a mirage, if I'm being perfectly honest. But, you know, some people say parody. Some say that the football isn't great. Where do you fall in line with that? Well, I think, you know, I think last week 25 teams scored 21 points or less. So we're seeing offenses really struggle right now, including the Raiders. But you go around the league, you watch the Giants, they can't get a yard. You know, I mean, just look at these teams that just uh, – you know, they can't – Arizona can't get a yard when they need a yard, a stinking yard. They don't know how to do it. Seems like the Eagles are the only team that knows how to gain a yard consistently, and they got a little, you know, just, you know, little gimmick play that they are really good at. But, you know, it's, it's just mid-October. It seems like it's taking a long time to separate, but it looks like the teams have already separated. It looks like Miami, Buffalo, Kansas City – uh, you know, Philadelphia. It looks like San Francisco. It looks like there's eight or ten teams that have separated themselves from the pack right now. And, you know, the one thing when it comes to the Raiders that 
I've been very negative this season. And one of the reasons why is I don't know what direction this team is going. And obviously I'm here in Vegas and we're covering the team day in and day out from you, from an outside perspective, as you look at the whole league and landscape, like I'm going to ask you right now, like what direction do you see the Raiders going in as a team? Well, it looks like a pretty incomplete roster. I mean, the running back went from winning the rushing title to not being able to get three yards carry. Why, why is that happening? Like, do they, do they need more time? Is this the week against Chicago where he breaks loose? I mean, that's the first thing that just looks like a conundrum. Um, you know, the quarterback has been in and out of the lineup, but that's what he has been. Um, you know, he's been the guy that's been in and out of the lineup. I think they knew that going in. So Brian Hoyer played well in relief. He did go in last week. Uh, defensively, you know, there's Max Crosby and some guys that play really hard, and then they're missing pieces. You know, Tyree Wilson, you know, has not developed yet, but I'm not writing them off. Um, Chandler Jones is out of the building. They, you know, they, they don't have game-changing defensive players that the best teams in football have right now, especially in the defensive front. I mean, there's a reason why the Jets put down the Eagles on Sunday. I mean, they've got an elite defensive front, and, you know, they won the game. They forced the turnovers, and that's something the Raiders have not been able to do. They haven't been able to force turnovers. Yeah, and there's not many guarantees in life, Baldy, but one of them is that every Monday – we're going to start getting some baldy breakdowns. And the man who is sure to always be there is Max Crosby, who you just brought up so far this season, five and a half sacks. Uh, more impressively, in my opinion, is that he's played 97% of the Raiders snaps on defense. Um, is, it, is it Max Crosby, TJ Watt, and Miles Garrett? And it's the cream of the crop when it comes to uh, you know defensive ends and rushing and getting to the quarterback? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, you throw Nick Bosa in there. Um, you know, he's off to a slow start, but I'd never write Nick off. But I think looks better than all of them to me. You know, I mean, I know guys that make sacks in this league and all that stuff, but, you know, Max, I've never seen anybody play like that guy. He's, he has intensity in the endurance level of Michael Jordan. He never fatigues. He never seems like he's hurt or banged up, but if he is, you don't know it. Um, he defeats blocks before they ever get started. Nobody defeats blocks like he does. Like, I think he's as talented as, and as, uh, as good as any player in any position in the whole league right now. It's incredible. And another player that's elite on the Raiders is Devontae Adams. Um, and, you know, you brought up Jimmy G's injury history, and that hasn't changed here in Las Vegas. And you look at the past two games, Devontae Adams in the win against New England, two catches. Um, I think in the past two games combined, less than 10 targets. Raiders pull out the win against the Patriots. He's not in the locker room. He always talks to the media no matter what day, but he got out of there. Um, and obviously he looks upset on the sidelines. What do you make of not only some of the lack of opportunities for Devontae, but, you know, Hunter Renfro is also another guy. Like the ball's not being spread out with this team. Is it because Jimmy G hasn't been able to stabilize and get accustomed to this new team? Or what do you point to with this? Well, I mean, it makes no sense. Like Devontae Adams does everything right. He's an incredible route runner. If he's covered, you know, it's like what Chase, uh, Jamar Chase said three weeks ago. I'm open. I'm always briefing open. Like, you have to throw the ball to Devontae. You have to call his number. Like, I understand, okay, Jacoby had it, you know, Michael Mayer had a decent game last week. Like, Devontae, I don't care what they're doing for him. He's open. He knows how to beat every double team, every bracket, every top corner. 
Like it makes no sense. And I'd be I'd be ticked off if I was him too, because they're not taking advantage of his skills. He's that's what Aaron Rodgers did to get himself MVPs was to throw it to Devontae Adams. And to go away from him or not call his number or not get him involved, it's not his way to go pout on the sideline. There's other receivers that do that, and then they end up getting the ball. I'm not going to mention their names, know some of them who they are. But it's a shame. Like, they're not taking advantage of an elite player right now. No, and that's that's kind of been some of the things with, with this offense. You talk about Josh Jacobs and not unlocking him, Hunter Renfro, uh, getting rid of Darren Waller, and Michael Mayer finally had a good game last week. But up until that point, another guy who wasn't even getting the targets. And I, I do have to ask you, you know, if, if this if this season goes sideways and they repeat or go worse than the 6-11, 7-11, whatever their record was last season, is this is it right for Josh McDaniels to be in the hot seat if this season doesn't go according to plan and they continue to struggle, because to be honest, this three and three record, it looks like a mirage. They got some easier teams in the league coming up in their schedule, but they still have to play the chiefs and some of these harder teams to close out the season. So if this season becomes a disappointment with the talent that is on this roster, even though it is incomplete, like you said, like, is it fair to have McDaniels on that hot seat after year two? Well, you can't say, I mean, if they beat Chicago or four and three. I don't know what the confidence level is in the locker room when they get ready for the, the tougher meat of the schedule. So I don't want to give them L's and right now like that. That's you know you can't do that. Oh. But look, I, I, I you have to play it out. But look, if, if if they end up with uh seven wins this season, that would be a disappointing season. Um and coaches that lose in this business are always in the hot seat. That's just the nature of the business. Robert Sala was 7-4 last year in New York, and they lost their last six games in a row. He felt like he was in a hot seat. That's why they went and got Aaron Rodgers. That's why they went out and got Alan Lazard, and they did all these things. Like, they're like, let's give the guy a chance. Let's give him more. Let's give him a quarterback. Now, you know, there's, they found a way to win a game. There's 3-3 three three also. I don't know what's going to happen. They've got a bye week. Nobody knows. Like, like if, they, if this ends up disappointing, is it going to be a hot deal for Robert Sala? Probably. But that's just every coach means that. That's the nature of the business. And look, uh, we are so thankful you're able to join us for the first time. Hopefully we have you on again. Brian Baldinger joining us. Odyssey NFL Insider. Be sure to check out the podcast he hosts, the Odyssey Original Podcast, the best football show, and a plethora of other things that he's involved with. He's always working hard, and we appreciate the time. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You bet.